Hello and welcome to my first ever podcast, Unfucking Leashed. And I am your host, Claire Dore. I am an embodiment coach. I am a rebel queen, spiritual awakening empress. What does all that mean? I'm also an author and a speaker and... I just love to express myself in all ways. And I have created this because I love to speak and I do a huge amount of videos like all over social media. I have a huge following, um, particularly around dating. So I coach entrepreneurs. I coach them to fuck logic. And so they can really, truly embody unshakable trust. And here's what I have seen in my seven plus years coaching is the coaching is never in the business. And I mean, when I say never, I mean that loosely um, because your business and your personal life are deeply interconnected. And I'm all about coaching the whole person. So you can't separate it. Who you're being in the bedroom is who you are being in your business. Um, so I find most of the coaching is in relationships. So relationship with themselves, of course, most important, but their relationships with their partners, with their family, um, it's also in their sex life. And so most of my coaching is all around those topics and really helping that person to embody all of who they are. And it always starts with the evolution of self. Like, that's what I believe. Like, it starts with evolution of self and really embodying um, fully everything that you are unlearning and learning like that's key and that's why I talk about embodiment a lot like you can read a book and you know that book has been no use to you unless you implement the teaching and it's the same like if you have any kind of mindset coaching unless you integrate that into the body nothing actually changes or shifts so, yeah, that's my jam. Um, I coach intuitively. I speak intuitively. I write intuitively. Everything is done intuitively. So you, um, like I haven't scripted this. I will just show up and I will speak and share whatever comes through to me. And I trust that that is absolutely the message that needs to be heard. So I have been in full fucking resistance about setting up a podcast for some reason. Um, not for some reason. I think I was just getting stuck in all the detail of how to actually set it up and taking that first step. Anyway, I've done it now. This is my first podcast. And um, on Unfucking Leashed, I am going to be talking about all things dating, relationships, sexuality, sex, spirituality, and 
deconstructing generational and societal norms. That's my big passion. I've written a book about it. It's going to be launched soon. And in the whole process of me writing my book, um, I have been sharing a ton of that online and on social media, which has created a huge fan base. So I thought, you know what? Like my next step is to create a podcast. So here I am. And um, yeah, one of the things I wanted to share, I probably will come on and do a, a share more about my story on another podcast, um, but just a very, very short version. I was married for 19 years in that relationship for 21 years. And in July 21, I had a spiritual awakening and I gained the courage and confidence to leave. And so I left my ex-husband. And all I can say is it felt like my soul was screaming at me and saying, you have to go. And previous to that, you know, the fear was paralyzing. I, yeah, was really consumed by the fear. Um, fear of the future, fear of the finances, fear of how the children would react, um, fear of how I would cope on my own, so much fear. And that was really in the way. And it was, you know, at this point in my life that I suddenly felt this enormous courage. And here's the thing, like when we really lean into our intuition, um, it comes with authority and it comes with courage and that's what I felt and it was almost like the fear just dissipated and dissolved and so I left and I have written a book about my journey since leaving which is all to do with dating and how dating has really healed me um, and it's been all the things, it's been exciting, it's been fun, it's been painful, it's been heartbreaking, it's been, yeah, a lot of pity parties, um, but yeah, a fuck of a lot of fun, and so my book is all about that, and I'm guessing that probably this podcast, I'll be sharing nuggets of that journey um, as we go through. But as I said, I lead with my intuition, so I will know exactly what to share. Um, I'm feeling like one thing I really want to share tonight is about some of like, I've had to learn a ton. So, you know, I hadn't been dating for God for years because actually prior to my marriage I was in a a seven-year relationship um so I actually haven't been on the dating scene for a long time so dating post-divorce like I've had to learn a lot and through that journey um there's a lot I could say on this but I'm gonna save some of it for another chapter um, or another another podcast rather um, but on that journey I have created a set of steps that I like to take my men through before I choose to date them and I've learned this I've had to learn this um, 
by making mistakes and there is no mistake there's no wrong it's all growth when you've got self-awareness you know there is no we never lose we either win or we learn and so yes I've learned a lot of lessons and so I've created like eight steps which I wanted to share with you all and I ask my guys this however I will say before that, I can pretty much intuitively tell um, by the level of conversation, like the first few um, kind of words that they say to me, the first few kind of sentences, I can kind of tell if they're, you know, like on my level, as it were. Um, I'm pretty deep and intense, so I really enjoy like a really deep and meaningful conversation. So I can normally tell quite early on by the language they're using and the questions they're asking me whether I actually even need to take them through the eight steps. Um, but say that it's feeling good and like my intuition is going, yeah, you know, explore this. And I'm very much unattached to the outcome. So exploring that might look like chatting with that guy for 24 hours, or it might look like going on one date, or it might look like going chatting with them for a week. Who knows? Like I'm not attached to that. Um, I used to be, but not anymore. And so these eight steps I'm gonna talk you through right now. My first question to a guy is, what is your relationship status? Which you're probably thinking like, how weird, like why would you ask what your relationship status is on a dating app? You'd think everyone's single, right? No, not always. I have learned that actually some married men go on there to look for a mistress. So when they tell me they're married, my question then to them is, so does your wife know that you're looking for a partner outside of the marriage? Because maybe they're in an open relationship. And, you know, if I feel a connection with that guy, I would explore that. Um, but if they tell me that no, the wife doesn't know, and she'd be devastated if she found out, then for me, that's immediate disconnect. And I will tell them like, this is out of integrity for me. So um, it's a no. So that's always my first question. Like, what is your relationship status? Second question is, can you please send me a recent selfie? Something I am really learning about a lot of men is they don't take selfies as often as women do. And so quite often those selfies are not that up to date. I want to see an up to date photo. I also want to see a photo that doesn't have sunglasses on because eyes are deeply important to me. Like eyes are the gateway to the soul. So I want to look into that guy's eyes um, and I want a really recent photo because, yeah, I want to know if I'm actually physically, sexually attracted to that guy. So that's a number two question. Um, and again, my intuition will tell me, right? Um, if I need to go to question number three. Um, question number three is relationship history. That's always interesting to me, particularly if a guy is in his 40s. Um, I'm curious, like, do they have kids? Like, have they been married? Like, 
Um, have they had some long-term relationships? Because if they haven't, then, yeah, you know, I'm kind of like a bit cautious and um, curious as to why, you know, that will create more questions for me. So question number three is relationship history. Question number four, what are you looking for here? I love this question. It's juicy. And, you know, I think when you are stepping into the dating world, being really clear on what you want is vital. Um, you wouldn't jump in your car and not know where you're going. So it's the same, like in life, in business, in dating, like be clear about what you want, you know, um, have a vision, have a desire. You know, what does that man, what does that woman look like? What does that, you know, whatever gender you like to date, um, what do they look like? What do they feel like? What are their qualities? What what are their attributes? Like, what's important to you? Is it um, they're super, super intellectual or is it EQ? Like, really feel into that, like, and get clear about it. Like, what are the kinds of things you want to do with that, that, partner um really get specific about this and journal on it um and then just be really intentional when you're stepping into that app and when you've got clarity on what you want you can be super intentional and really put your energy behind it so that's question number four what you're looking for question five one of my favorites and oh, I get all sorts of responses to this because men don't always like this question, I notice. I like to know their star sign. Now, this is a very complex area. Um, I'm not an expert in astrology. I'm fascinated by it. I work with an astrologer and I know my chart really well. And it's way more complex than just your sun sign, sun, your sun sign, like the sign that you were born under. Um, however, it just gives me a little bit of a feel. I just, it's just curious for me. And, you know, interestingly, I, there's a couple of signs in the Zodiac that I literally don't have any friends or family in that sign. So if someone said they were that sign, then you know, that would make me super curious because I would kind of think, why have I never attracted someone of this star sign before? And would always, yeah, just be very kind of curious about whether actually that would uh, work out, right? But, you know, I'm open, very open, and again, will be led by my intuition. Um, question where are we one two three four five six I had to write these down because I forget these um voice notes um that is very important so if a guy gets to a voice note that is a game changer for me if their voice does not turn me on I have to let them go and I remember um, there was there was a guy who sent me a voice note once, and then um, I ended up meeting him at a party that the the dating kind of um, 
company app had organized and um remember he came up to me and he said um how are you getting on with you know taking your mental steps and I was like oh wow oh you remember that and he was like yeah I remember that he said clearly you didn't like my voice because um I didn't hear from you after that I was like oh my gosh um I was like really giggling yeah, for me, like a voice is so important. It can turn me on or it completely turns me off. And um, yeah, like for this guy, like normally, I mean, this must have been, I remember it was my early stages of dating and maybe I was still getting comfortable with like completing that circle and saying, you know, actually I'm not feeling it or don't feel aligned with you or whatever. Um, and I obviously hadn't done that with him um, because it's uncomfortable, isn't it? Like letting letting go of a guy you've been talking to for a while or a partner, potential date. So, yeah, voice note, massively important to me. Like, oh, my God, insane. Um, so if they get through the voice, if they get through, if they clear that, then it's a video call. And quite often, you know, there's a lot of like really excitable, I find excitable kind of men going, saying to me, oh my God, like, I really want to meet you, I really want to meet you. And I'm like, first, we have to have a new video call. Um, and I've learned to do that, you know, um, my time and energy is is precious and valuable and I really own that. And, you know, I've met guys before where I haven't done that. And then I've actually gone, OK, just a reminder, Claire, like to do that, because, yeah, like we only have a finite amount of energy. And if you're putting it into something that maybe isn't going to go anywhere, um, then that is being taken away from another area of your life. So it's just being really conscious and um yeah video call um also for safety you know safety um and check that they are looking exactly like um you are expecting um so yeah that is something I like to do um it also really deepens the connection like it's sexy it's really hot um and you know I've had some incredible conversations on video calls with the guys I haven't even then ended up dating them but like they could be really powerful and I know that like I am really really expressive and very open and I found a lot of men have said to me that you know because of the way I am they've like really opened up to me and expressed things they've never expressed before so I know that actually you know it can just create an impact just being in connection with me and I found you know the video call doesn't necessarily have to go to a date like that can be just like really enjoyable um on both sides and maybe yeah like the date doesn't happen for whatever reason like who knows um so if that goes well then I really like the men to lead um and invite me on a date um so that's something that I really enjoy. Um, I talk a lot about masculine and feminine energy. I'm sure I will do 
a podcast on this very soon um but I really like um for me I date men so I really like the man to be in his masculine energy and hold the reins so you know ask me on the date organize the details and really like treat me like a queen um I love a man who's really chivalrous so that's something that's deeply important to me I actually don't know how that kind of shows up in um all you know like same gender relationships um I guess you know like we are you know regardless of gender we we have both energies within us and masculine energy is all about action and um feminine energy is very much about surrender and receiving and leaning back and so I'm guessing that in a same-sex relationship like there's one that's like maybe more in the the masculine and the other one in the feminine and of course like it's a dance and it changes and I think when a woman is embodied in her feminine like she really um helps the man to to lean into his too and be sensitive and expressive um because yeah like I said like we are both energies um but yeah I really like to set the tone of a dynamic or relationship and so I love to just lean back and allow the man to kind of really lead in this area um that empowers me that empowers them and yeah so those are the eight steps um I'd love to hear your thoughts and um, yeah, I've just done my first podcast. So I'm just going to go and celebrate that. Um, Thank you for listening. I have lots of juicy content that I will be sharing um, in the near future. And yeah, just thank you for listening and welcome to Unfucking Leash and goodbye for now. This is Claire Dore. Thank you.